0: To this special Christmas episode of First World Solutions. I'm Jingly Joel. I am. Can you come back to me? There's not a lot of Christmas words that begin with an O. Good, because I've got a great one. Okay. I, I'm Missile Tom. Oh! oh God, God damn. That's a good one, Oscar. Um, I am Rudolph. For the purpose Cop of this. Out. Look, if you can fight. Okay, hang on. Orange. Missile Tosca. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I will fight you. Yeah, you know what? How about how- Christmas, Troska. Hang on, good King Wenceslaska. <laughs> good King Wenceslaska. Wenceslaska. I'm looking out, and Stephen's feast looks mighty appealing. Yeah. says me, King Wenceslaska. <laughs> what has Stephen got at his at his? What would be your ideal Stephen's feast? Grouse, <laughs> a tasty a tasty grouse, some pheasant, a grouse, a goose. I would like some like, suet pie. Okay. Ooh. If you weren't, if it wasn't Stephen's feast, it's your own feast. Yep. What is your number one top tier Christmas food? More potatoes. I mean, honestly, <laughs> agreed. Pot- Pot- Potatoes—the amount that is for Christmas, which is already a lot—and then more amplified. More of that. Okay. It's the thing that I remember. I because I I helped out with um, making Christmas dinner last year, and I remember piling all these potatoes in. Like I was peeling for a good twenty minutes or so. And uh had had my mum come up and go, Is that is that too many? And I said, honestly, probably, but at the same time it's not enough. And this is where the more potatoes part of the Christmas feast comes in. Yeah. However many you think you've got, and then however many you think is too much, more than that, and that's the right amount. So that's 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 number one. Also maybe some stuffing. I don't know. Okay, so stuffing is second tier. Stuffing is like real high tier for me, Mm. but it's not getting eclipsed by sausages and pigs and blankets. Mm. Grandma has unfortunately realised how much I like them. Mm. Um, She, no word of a lie, makes a round uh, 100-ish. Are these these chipolata-sized sausages? Are they big boys? They are chipolata-sized, but they're also about... They're kind of round. They're about as wide as they are long. (laughs) Um, so they're very filling. We always go back home with about a bag of 50 of them Ooh. that I will then eat over the next two weeks. How, how long... I'm, I'm not an expert. How long does a pig in a blanket keep? Longer than you'd think, <laughs> Oscar. The results may surprise <laughs> you. That blanket is a surprising, surprisingly effective kind of quarantine measure Chip for the sausage. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, fair enough. Fair it's, enough. So pigs in blankets, for you That That's definitely got to be the top. I can't really have them most of the times of the year. Mm. Yeah. I mean, for me... It's got to be the bread sauce. I knew you were going to say this. Bread sauce. Every year... Bread sauce comes up in conversation quite a lot with me because no one else seems (laughs) to appreciate it the way I do. Because you say it comes up, like it comes up naturally. No, it gets to a threshold in the year and you just turn into bread sauce guy. I'm the bread sauce guy. I'd honestly forgotten we were at this point of the year. Is is, is it Christmas already? Because Joel is talking about the merits of bread sauce. Now, you've been listening (laughs) for a while and it may surprise you to learn that Joel is not a 65-year-old man. But yeah, bread sauce. Look. If you're a 65-year-old man and you're still into bread sauce, that is a life well lived. No, that is a life filled with horrible paper mache that you put on your plate. I like bread. I like bread. I I like sauce. Yeah, but what's the sauce? Put your hands together. Put (laughs) put those hands together, squish that bread right down. There are some foods that don't need to be pourable. Look, bread sauce, it's got the spices and the herbs, and it's so good... And spice. you can stand your spoon up in it, which you can't do with normal bread. Then it's hardly a sauce either. It's kind of bread cement. That's the thing. It's cement. Everything else on the Christmas dinner plate is sloppy or falls apart. Bread sauce is the glue that holds it all together. The hell are you eating? Slop. <laughs> 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 Christmas slop. <laughs> it has a holly on top of it. So yeah. that's I how would you know love it's Christmas. to know everybody's thoughts on bread sauce. Is it a top tier condiment for you no. or do you prefer gravy? Gravy is also good. Gravy, Gra- again, the spoon should stand up in the gravy. Mm, a gravy's got to be thick, yeah. I, I mean, mean got to have several C's on that thick gravy. But like, if we're doing a, a tier ranking here, gravy's probably like... It's A tier It's not S tier It doesn't make the meal Mm. But it's important I I would actually Disagree with you there You think it's S tier You think think it's the very top tier I have made my feelings On potatoes Well known Just now But I don't think Those potatoes Would really be As important If it were not For the Mm. inclusion of gravy If they ain't dry I'm passing them by Wait If they are dry (laughs) If they ain't dry Good (laughs) It doesn't it, roll off the tongue as, of as the age-old saying goes. If they ain't dry, well, alright then. <laughs> yeah. But for me, the the number of potatoes serve as a conduit to soak up the gravy that I put on my plate because that flavors everything. And then mm. at the end of the meal, I save like two potatoes so I can squish them down and use them as like a potato sponge oh, to soak yes. up all the gravy yeah. on the plate. And then you have got a clean plate, and there's like, oh, clean plate. You must have been hungry. It's like, yeah, damn it. Right, a, tail, a, a Christmas. Are you, are you done? <laughs> Christmas tale. all the time. Yeah, and the, the punchline of that was, yeah, damn, damn it. it. Just in case that slipped anyone by, making the potato patty at the end. Oh and, yeah, and, and ex- exponentially increasing the surface area of that potato and its absorption factor. That is one of the highlights of the process. That's that's Christmas. That that's years. Christmas. Yeah, more than the red man, more than the, more than the the, the shiny boxes, is the potato sponge. Mm. Redman Man is coming. He brings you the box. Red Man is coming. Look busy? What do you hope Red Man brings you this year? I want Red Man to bring me... Uh, you know what I want? I want something that I would never buy myself, but I'm always curious about. Because mm. I know they don't work, but I just really want to try them. You know those really stupid things in the 90s and 90s, the electronic <laughs> ab belts? They use to that shock you yeah, into fitness? That shock you <laughs> into fitness. They they clearly do not work or do they don't do anything. No. But I've always just wanted to put one on. Just I could see never what put- happens. Yeah, I could yeah. never put money on it. I could never buy that, because no. I know it's a piece of shit. But if Redmond wants to bring me the ab the abdominizer shock belt, yeah. we'll give it a go. Did, I just find it very funny. Did you ever play one of those games, it's like a handheld thing which electrocutes you, and the idea being that you like play with someone else and then if you, like, hit your button too late or something, you get an electric shock in your hand. Oh, yeah, I was always too nervous to play it. I played it one time, and it made made both my nipples stand up for six hours. <laughs> Wouldn't go down. It too was fair. Wow. It was, I, I, I would have been happy with one, but two. Now, that's service. I've not used it yeah, since. Good reception. Good reception. 100% hit rate. So, you want so to is get... that what you want for Christmas? No, I'm just... <laughs> no, no, no. God, no. I want erect nipples for now, Christmas. with the Abdominizer... Abdominal miser, whatever it's called. Are you thinking one of the ones that you wear for like eight hours a day or one of the ones that you put on while you're exercising? I was thinking the ones that you just put on while you're watching telly. Mm. Like the pla- like the placid like to in to the background for free. ones. Yeah. Yeah, that is more inviting. It is. I okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think I think that's gotta be the key to a good Christmas present. It's something you'd never buy for yourself. But mm. you'd be like, you know what? Fuck it, if it's here, let's do it. So what would yours be? What does Redmond bring for you this year, Joel? Um That is a good question. Very good question. I want to bring back Hit Clips. Dude. Oh, man. A Hit Clip. This this is the only podcast. This is a Hit Clip safe space. This is the only podcast where it's ever referenced frequently. The issue with Hit Clips was (laughs) many fold. Design. Execution. (laughs) Idea. (laughs) Design. Execution. Storage space. Audio quality. Basic concept. Basic concept. General design. General design. Everything about it. Trash. And, and yet <laughs> and yet there's something there's something about buying it it's like buying a cd but you're not buying a cd you're buying into a promise a promise of a hit song at your fingertips which you kind of you don't get anymore because you've got like spotify and yeah okay all, so the music's all, there, the all the time but i like when i was driving more regularly i like to buy cds and listen to cds i hate plugging my phone in and listen to playlists because yeah. everyone just grabs your phone and skips yeah that's, that, and you just <laughs> with you, a CD is an authoritarian procedure. Yeah. When you when you're driving, you spend an entire hour driving listening to the first 20 seconds of a song that someone likes. That's yeah. just exhausting. When you listen to a CD, people seem to respect it a bit more. They seem to go, yeah, we'll listen to track 1 and then I guess track 2 and then <laughs> track track 3 will follow usually after that one. Yeah, track 4 I'm hoping for. Yeah. After track 3. I feel like hit clips, maybe not for driving, but when you're on the train again, you're listening to a playlist and you kind of start skipping through sometimes. I find it, it's better if I listen to an album but even then, you're like, oh, I know the next song's good and I want to go to it immediately. So maybe Hit Clips could be something that rather than giving you more music, it takes away the option of skipping music. <laughs> it's a blocker. Yeah, it's, it's a blocker. It's not adding anything, it's, it's just a taking anything away. Sit clips, as in sit and listen to this song you chose. You clip. You clip. <laughs> <laughs> you clips. Plural. Clips. <laughs> now, am I right in thinking that Hit Clips did not have headphone capability? I think they. I think they had one of those one ear, like mono headphone. Possibly. Oh, the, oh the mono headphone. But what a dark it's, time it's, in it's, human history this was. Mm. The stereo cost extra. Yeah, but I, 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 feel like if you're going to be making enough of a statement, uh, shirking the trappings of modern society's music devices with yeah. Spotify and YouTube and other streaming stuff, you, you are going. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have hit clips. I think you've got to be quite proud about it. So, no headphones. Just playing it out so everyone can hear that monumentally compressed low quality mono rendition of i'm guessing it's still the same song catalog from the original hit clips release right oh it would cost extra to license more yeah. tracks so. so it's going to be hit me baby one more because we can't we can't really fit in we only license words. up to second 44 yeah. hit me baby thrice that's right. just like you know it's, it's far away enough oh i see yeah Okay, so mm-hmm. we're doing covers. We're doing we're doing slight knockoffs of Kids famous nineties songs. Yeah. Um, mauve Dabba Dee. Um <laughs> I think we're at the point in society where the nineties are still in like full throwback. Yeah. Like everyone's about the nineties. Oh yeah. We haven't got far enough on that we've gone, actually the nineties were kind of backwards and there was a lot of seedy stuff going on. Everyone's gone like ah bop it and hit clips and 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 moonshoes and that's great. The funny 90s, glasses. Look at funny these hats. Glasses. I can't wait till 2000 when the glasses can represent the year every year. Until 2010 when they should stop trying. But, nope, still happening. It's still happening. Uh, it's two ten. <laughs> what is that? Stop it, glasses manufacturers. You don't fucking know anything. So, Hit Clips, I think, I think people would buy into it. If you were like, remember the 90s? Remember before you had problems? Look, Hit Clips. Now and you don't have any. Now you don't have any problems because you've got Hit Clips and people are like, I mean, last time I had Hit Clips, I had no problems. So I guess... It checks out. The Baby. logic does check out. Buy Oof. into Hit Clips. Listen to Hit Me Baby one more. And so, I, that's what I'm excited for. I okay. want a selection of Hit Clips for Christmas. Oscar, the Redmond gift. Adult Heelys. Yes. And that's yeah. the yes. Of that. Just I, very much yes. Yeah. It's very hard to poke holes in that. No. I've never had a pair. And... I think it would be fun, but I think it fits nicely into this. I would never buy them for myself because no. I could mm. never with any real confidence wear them outside knowing that I had wanted them, bought them for myself and now was learning how to use them properly. If I went, oh, I got these for Christmas, It'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Then that's somehow okay. Ow. My mum sold my Heelys two weeks ago what a monster the only reason I let her do it was because my feet would physically not fit in them anymore and I tried I I am a size 10 or 11 foot I cannot be cramming my foot into a size 6 healy anymore There's some Cinderella-esque <laughs> shit going on there that I just could not abide by. And I know you tried. Oh, oh, I tried. You gave it your all. I got about halfway down the road before I was like, this is crippling. <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I don't get my feet out of these now, I'll never get my feet out of these. So that, so that is, that's mine. Doesn't need to be too complicated. I just love to feel the thrill. <laughs> feel oh, the breeze. Feel the breeze of the Heelys. Yeah, that's 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 it. I'm not I'm not keeping my fingers crossed. No, probably by me saying rubbish like a skateboard. Ugh. What if you got like toles instead? I, I that fit, sounds painful. I feel like a toles is just begging for face plants. What if you go backwards? But high skill ceiling. Like, high skill ceiling. Very high backwards skill ceiling. Riding or sideways riding, because then it's more like a skateboard. It's like two tiny skateboards. Two tiny skateboards, but only on the toes of my shoes. So I'm gonna be Well, able to, it, I mean, it's gonna be sort of there on the, the ball of my on foot. The ball of your foot, but calling them ballies is, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to fly. Thanks mum, I love my new ballies. Wow. Oh, no, I think toleys, it's got to be. It's got to be toleys. It's got to be toleys. Yeah. Even yeah. if it is on the balls. Well, that's what we're hoping for. for that's Christmas. what we're hoping for Christmas. In the meantime though, we've still got a couple of days before Christmas. This is coming out on the 23rd, I believe. So and we're going to pretend it is the 23rd. Gives you all plenty of time to get our things. Yeah. So right to Hitclips, right to Healys, toleys. Make Tolies. And just buy me an abdominizer. And that's buy Tom on... an abdominiser. that's still that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's easy. Fine. And we'll be expecting it. We'll be sat by our P.O. box waiting waiting we should get a p.o box we should get a all a PO these gifts box. that would be very fun all the gifts that we so far have talked ourselves out of getting because we don't have a p.o box yeah think yeah. Of all the stuff we could get New Year's resolution i mean i know we've got a new year's episode to think of next time but New Year's resolution get a p.o, PO box. box yeah oh, i love okay. it all game we're here to help people out with their very specific christmas time first world problems we're always here helping you with your you know your day-to-day but this week we're going to focus on those christmas specific woes who would like to start us off? I will, I will kick us off. I love it. Merry Crimbles to Ma- all, Merry Uh So this comes to us from uh, Lorena Bobdit on Reddit. Thank you very much. And a Merry Christmas to you, Lorena. Somebody took the Leonard Cohen song Hallelujah and changed the lyrics to make it a Christmas song. That is cultural vandalism. I don't, I don't, I don't love the idea of that. And yet Hallelujah is open enough of a message yeah. that it's quite easily adjusted for material gain. Yeah, I think it, as a framework, you could pretty much point it to whatever you wanted to point it at, and it would work fine. Yeah. Easter. Hallelister. <laughs> Hallelujah, Hanukkah, uh, I think. Hanukkah. <laughs> Hanukkah. Woka. Woka. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that working. Um, Black Friday. Black Friday. <laughs> That's good, because it has the right number of yeah. syllables. The main issue is that Christmas, two syllables. Hallelujah, four syllables. Yeah. We've we got to them? really stretch some bits out there. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Doesn't feel good in the mouth. Doesn't right. sound good out of the mouth. So what goes in the chorus instead? Like, roast potatoes. Whoa! <laughs> roast potatoes. Oh my God. Slam dunk. Yeah. So but- instead of making it about Christmas, make it about Christmas dinner. dinner. Every chorus, a different food. Yes. Okay. Now, now hang on. Right. Wait. You've gamed this system against me because bread sauce is only two syllables. Ah, bread sauce. Oh, God. Tastes as bad in my mouth as bread sauce. If you, oh. if you can find a one-syllable food that goes well with bread sauce, I'll let you have that and bread sauce. Sprouts and bread sauce. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's no one's I, favorite. I often refer to my roast potatoes as potes. <laughs> So, I have potes and bread sauce, or I call it bread sauce and potes, but I think potes and bread sauce will sound better. I've got pigs and blankets. I'm uh, fine. I think if I go with mine as well, I can go more potatoes. Because <laughs> what I can do is first chorus, roast potatoes. potatoes. The second chorus, more potatoes. <laughs> and then the third chorus is potes but, and bread sauce. But no, yeah. th- third chorus is no more potes, please. <laughs> I have had enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am bursting. <laughs> At the seas. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect because then each verse can be like a personal deep dive into how like that stage of the meal. Because Christmas meals have like it's a roller coaster of emotion. So the first verse fits perfectly. Like, I heard there was a Christmas meal. And like you're getting excited, you're pumped. Like the grandma made and it pleased the Field, yep, sure, but you don't really like potatoes, do you? (laughs) It's all, it's all just ramping up to singing the phrases of potatoes. Yeah, you have your sprouts and parsnips too. (laughs) The The rest will go. But where are you going to put your gravy after you have eaten roast potatoes? potatoes. <laughs> oh. Like, this this is the perfect fit because then, verse two in the original song, it's kind of a it's kind what of a it, what des- is verse two? What's the uh, the see, OG? there are like 25 verses to Lennox. Yeah. I think the one this I bit know can only go for two, yeah. I think the the one I know is um, oh god, it's the one it? about strapping someone to a, to chair, a chair and kicking yeah. them, isn't it? <laughs> she tied you to a kitchen chair, <laughs> gave you a wet willy. Yeah. yeah, when your faith was strong and you needed proof, you saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. Okay, so here's what happens after Christmas dinner. Yeah, you sat down in the sofa there. <laughs> you could not get out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> and from your lips, you muttered roast potatoes. <laughs> More potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> More potatoes. <laughs> The narrative doesn't make perfect sense. It's it's a it's pretty analogous. It's getting there. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> sat down. You're stuffed, but you still want more potatoes. Yeah, like your your brain and your stomach are not in sync at Christmas dinner. No, like, never. Not for the whole day. Not it, for the whole day. It, it takes six hours from eating dinner for your like stomach to actually catch up and go. Okay, hang on a minute. <laughs> Maybe this is too much. Do you guys do like a, a lunch or a, do you do your Christmas dinner as lunch? It's, it's like two o'clock. It's like a late lunch, like two, yeah. three. Yeah, We have like toast in the morning and then Christmas dinner. Uh, I just start eating my like Christmas chocolate like I, when I wake up. See, I, I, I hit a threshold in my life where I couldn't start the day with chocolate anymore. Even if it was Easter, even if it was Christmas, I needed to have at least something savory. <laughs> if it was just like a bite of banana or something. Then and, I can dive all can dive, in. Yeah, yeah, then you can go right on that. What about chocolate orange? Because that bridges the gap perfectly. I've not tried it. I'll give it a go this Christmas there you go. and let you know. <laughs> how if you, I fare. you go, mmm, gluttonous chocolate, but it's a fruit flavour, so if they called it orange chocolate, I think I'd definitely be in. But because the chocolate hits you first. Yeah. If they call it orange chocolate, I would assume it's just chocolate that is coloured orange but tastes like chocolate. I would mm. not eat that. I would agree. Glad we cleared that up. Um, I think for me, because very early morning, like gin and tonics are a big part of Christmas and have been Mm -hmm. for the last couple of years. So eating is very much like a necessity so that I'm actually Mm -hmm. able to still string sentences together when lunch turns up. It's a survival mechanic. So it is is usually is like, it's a toast or it's it's crackers and stuff. Yeah. 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 Like Uh, thinking back to the song that we have beautifully created here. Roast potatoes, This is perfect for a drunken Christmas. Because that. One of the things that is just the most fun to shout when you're drunk is types of food because yeah. you usually want to eat it. And I tell you what, you get a room full of drunk people. To, I'm I'm going to road test this at my Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to road test it to Christmas. I'm going to film it. And if, it, if, if I can make it happen, I'm going to post a video up on Christmas Day. Please perfect. do. Of yeah, my roast family potatoes. drunkenly singing <laughs> roast potatoes. <laughs> if they, I mean, if they need uh, like some guidance to it, I think what we can do in the interim, we could make a studio version of roast potatoes. We could try. And put it at the end of the set. <laughs> uh, it might delete itself because it's cursed, but we, who knows? <laughs> we can do our best. So I, th- I think that's fixed. Sort of fix the problem. It's not that you can you can't stop people making covers of hallelujah. Yeah. But what you can do is kind of pivot that into a song that everyone's gonna enjoy. Yeah. Even if it's not not about Christmas. Sacrilegious. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just sack of potatoes. It's good. And I think like if you you can still listen to it other parts of the year, it could just be indicative of a very big meal. Obviously, Christmas is the one kind of free pass you get on just eating your body weight in potatoes. I know Americans do Thanksgiving. I know that people sometimes have big meals around Easter. It could be repurposed for these kind of things just because roast potatoes are, always have been, always will be the cornerstone of any successful meal. Mm -hmm. And the quantity is directly related to the success of that meal. So more roast potatoes, roast potatoes. (sighs) Joel's version can have the potes and bread sauce, but I will not be singing the third chorus in my Christmas, (laughs) I assure you. it will be sitting out and then I'll jump up and go for pigs in blankets. And you two will remain silent. Having gone through this discussion with you, I think we probably pivot this mainly towards potatoes. I think so. It's a safe bet, you know, it's a a song for all peoples. Pigs and blankets, bread sauce, anything like that, it's all going to be quite divisive and you want people to come together at Christmas. No, it's an all-inclusive, non-denominational Christmas song for everyone. Yeah, everyone who likes potatoes, which is most of the people we care about, really. Yeah, perfect. Moving on. We've got one here from Claudia Fabian, that's Lifestyle C Fab on uh, Twitter who says, I pulled a muscle badly while shopping and carrying Christmas presents. Hashtag in pain. The thing is with Christmas shopping, especially if you leave it till the last minute, is that you have a lot to get in a very short space of time. Yeah, it's an intense workout. So it's not like, and Christmas presents tend to be bulky. You can't go out, buy a toaster and then run home and then drop off the toaster and then go back and get another toaster for your other parents and... It. How bad is your Christmas present? That all you can think of to get everyone is a toaster. Ah, uh, another toaster. Thanks, Joel. Put <laughs> it on the put it on the toaster pile. Put it on the pile. I heard the phrase "hostess" with the mostest wrong when I was a child, and I always think it's "hoster" with a toaster. So I just want to make sure people are. Equipped to equipped host. to host. Yeah, he gives them very big party bags on their way in. It's just a toaster and a bag. It's a it's a tactic. It's a tactic. But I think you're absolutely right in that most people, if you go out not necessarily knowing what you want to get, if you haven't pre-planned, you kind of go, I'll go through a department store or I'll, you know, go through, a uh, you know, bookshops and yeah. little bits and pieces. So you end up kind of with more bulky items than you necessarily thought you'd carry. So it's not... It's not always the way it's kind of like you have to stretch your arms out and kind of like put pressure Mm. on things. And then like you kind of uh, you do strain muscles because your arms are stretching into places they wouldn't normally go. I think that's the thing. It's it's the contorting into irregular shapes that you only do at Christmas time. This is why I'm proposing the Christmas gym. Okay, With machines designed to stretch out the muscles that don't get worked any other time of year. Now machines or are we thinking more like CrossFit where they're just hurling tires about? We just put a plasma TV at one end of the room. And then they have to lug it across the room five times. That's 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 also not a a bad idea. Like there is just, uh, you could have like a free weights area, but instead of dumbbells, there are small boxes. You could do like, um, what is it? The bleep test. So run one, you're on your own right run two you've got a TV run so the, three you pick up some baubles the bleep time stays the same yeah and that, that doesn't get faster the amount of weird objects you're carrying in tow does exactly yeah. yeah right and then like you kind of find yourself like wearing items or clothing you've bought because it's easier to have them on than like in a bag <laughs> and then so you're like wearing a hat and then you're wearing a coat and then yeah. you've got this big TV stretched out yeah. and then so, someone gives you a box marked fragile and then one of your hands like is kind of you've got like a bag wrapped around your wrist whilst you're holding the thing and it's yeah. kind of like pushing down on your wrist and like it's it's, it's tricky you can put them down at any time, but yeah. you've still got to get it. You still got to get the practicing. You know, this is the thing. If you start on December first, by the time you're doing your manic Christmas shopping on December twentieth, you are in shape for this one specific thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you go and you realize you can't find anything. You buy everything online anyway. But goddamn, you're jacked. Yeah. Christmas yeah. jacked, yeah. <laughs> and that's the best kind of jack Christmas jacked is near imperceptible to the human eye yeah. until you see someone lifting an entire bag full of grocery shopping, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. it's it's the it's the going from the car, going from the boot of the car with a week's worth of shopping to the front door in one trip. It's that same mm. strength that is not physical; like you couldn't lift more weight in the gym. It's like the re-dis- it's the distribution of like mass across it's, it's, the yes. space. It's ninja strength. It's ninja strength. Yeah, exactly. Like it's ninja strength. It's, it's distribution, as you say. It's knowing not to carry all the heavy things in one hand is knowing to sling something on your back when it's becoming too much yeah yeah the christmas gym the christmas gym with christmas personal trainers get just jacked. Like elves. can we can we tie like a jack frost pun in there i was i was thinking that it's get jacked oh. frost that's not get get frosty you're get getting frosty because you're getting jacked for christmas so you're getting frosty that sounds like very bad uh cockney rhyming slang and i'm into it i think that's yeah cockney rhyming slang is something that is really absent in gym promotional material mm True. Come up the apples and stairs and get frosty. Yeah. Come up the apples and stairs. We'd well, just say apples, <laughs> wouldn't you? That's yeah. That's the true rhyming up, slang. Up the apples, get frosty. Yep. Up the apples, get frosty. Rhubarb. <laughs> that's not anything. That's no, just that's just they, they just want to feed you rhubarb. Yeah. They've yeah. got, they've got a, um, a promotion, paid promotion from rhubarb. Big, Big rhubarb. Big, Big rhubarb, rhubarb are sponsoring this gym and all its promotional content. <laughs> cool. We've had some. We've had some laughs. We've had some uh, some joviality. Talking about Christmas, but now there's a very serious a very serious issue we need to address. Okay. This one comes from Louise Hardwick, that's Weeza that lady on Twitter, who says Raisins ruin Christmas for me. First wow. world problems Raisins ruin Christmas for me Now my first thought is Raisins are present in like Christmas cakes Or you know, like Christmas yeah. puddings or anything mm-hmm. else like that But I think that's too easy I See th- my first thought was The California raisins have ruined Christmas for me They're pretty bad They're pretty terrible The California raisins are bad And I do feel like Christmas is a time at which they're more present Hmm now she didn't say the raisins. She no. did not say the raisins. So no. I think that's that's a fair a fair point, but not necessarily what she's talking about. Okay, why are raisins ruining Christmas for this lady? I don't think you're far off with it being in more foods than you might expect. Because you've got it in the Christmas cake. You've also got it in some mince pies. They slip them in. Yeah, they're, they're in stuffing. Sometimes they're in stuffing. Get like, like sultana no. and Raisin- sage. And- oh, yeah. Oh, I had apricot and sultana stuff in last year yeah. and it was and so, delicious. And so, let, let's make one thing very clear. Sultanas are raisins. Yeah. what What is with this? Like, I know they are different. They come from different fruits or whatever, but they taste the same. There are 20 kinds of apple. They're all an apple. Exactly. If you say, I don't like apples, people going to go, ah. But jazz apples. <laughs> <laughs> Always the jazz apples. The it's the funniest apple. It is the funniest apple but a jazz apple is still an apple a sultana is still a raisin and get over it you're living in a fairy world you're living in this world where you're delineating between sultanas and raisins and it's just not helpful to anyone because if you don't like raisins you sure as hell ain't gonna like sultanas <laughs> oh boy if you think you've got a problem with raisins you wait till sultanas come along and oh, fuck you up man, they're gonna fuck your shit right up now are there any other things at christmas that have sultanas in a shortbread a shortbread? Shortbread, that, especially true. the mixes you get. They'll have plain shortbread, they'll have chocolate shortbread, they'll have sultana shortbread. That's true. Or raisin shortbread. I feel like Christmas is a time where people kind of... Biscuit tins are a big thing at Christmas for people who don't really know. Yeah. Oh, oat you. and raisin. You, I'm raisin. Oat and raisin. Oat and raisin is a thing. Well, I was going to say like biscuit tins and also people pulling out packets of biscuits they've had in the back of their cupboard for, for you know... The year, going, Mm. we've got people around, have to get the biscuits out. Garibaldi's make a reappearance. They do. And like, it's the only time I feel like I've ever seen them as part of a display of food is Garibaldi's. Mm. Not a great thing, but raisins are present there as well. Yeah. They kind of, I think the reason that this person doesn't like them so much is because they aren't expecting them. It's oh, you again. You've added. It's an unwelcome addition to the holiday season. So what we're saying is, don't take the raisins out because it's quite hard to do. It's in a lot of food. Yeah. Make the raisin known before before it's served. The raisin bell. The raisin bell. The raisin bell. The raisin bell. Raisin hell. <laughs> raisin hell with the raisin bell. Raisin hell. That's the raisin that's, bell. that's it. That's it. So is the raisin bell something that's attached to each raisin, or is it something that you ring as a server of something with raisins in? You're familiar with airport security, in which if you're going under the little arch and there's a bit of metal on your person, yeah. it'll a light will shine, it'll ding, it'll beep, whatever else like that. that. That is a piece of. Hardware that is designed to detect this specific thing And alert people yeah, to its, its metal, yeah. existence Metal, sure Can't be that hard to replace the metal part with the raisin part <laughs> It's just a different frequency it's It just, is It's all frequencies, man So what you're saying is You get served your plate of food mm-hmm. And then you pass it through this detector Yeah And if there's any raisin anywhere Just raisin, raisin Yeah And then you slowly have to move things It's like, well, I know it can't be the potatoes So that's probably fine <laughs> Let's try taking this stuffing away It must be the stuffing And then still Raisins! But So it's, it's more like a um, A shopping centre Where they have the bars up And if you try and leave And the clothes have got tags on Yeah And then you pass your bag back through And then you take some stuff out And you pass it through And it still yeah. beeps and You're like okay Well the raisins must be in here somewhere <laughs> The raisins are in the goddamn gravy Oh can you imagine such oh. a hell? Like chopped up They're the same colour They could get away with they it They really could They could just be like Lumps of like Not quite yet melted pesto. Mm. oh no yeah. lumpy gravy can get fucked like, <laughs> just thinking about that has made I don't me have many opinions it's made me legitimately angry as <laughs> the thought of lumpy gravy uh if if i was in charge of the gravy and a raisin tried to sneak in there you better believe that ain't passed in my particular <laughs> yeah. prequisite for excellence the, the thing, thing is, is with lumpy that. gravy is it's never intentional Lumpy no. gravy is a mistake, and it's when challenged, someone says, well, oh, I like it that way. Yeah, it's when, when challenged, someone says, no, it's got bits in. It's got bits in, it's bitty gravy, itty bitty gravy. It's bad gravy is what it is. Bad gravy. <laughs> it's a Wake gra- up. It's a gravy mistake. Sultanas are raisins, lumpy gravy is bad. What else we got? We're Come on, we're coming in hot. We're on fire right now. Bread sauce uh, is good. Get out! get out! Stop pushing your agenda. <laughs> Stop piggybacking on the hot. What's the, uh, what's the, best, uh, what's the best herb? What's the best herb for spicing up your potatoes? Rosemary, of course. Good. And yeah. get out if you don't think. so. Correct answer. Anyone puts like five spice on there, leave. Oh, five spice. Five spice has got like cinnamon in there, isn't it? That is madness. That's madness. I bet. you I bet you at Christmas someone's making it's cinnamon all potatoes. Someone. If someone makes me a cinnamon potato, I make that person leave my house. What about what about five spice raisins? Well, raisins are one of the spices. The more you add to raisins, the less raisiny they become. Yeah. So Okay, so this is our other fix. Once you've discovered the raisins yeah. through the technology, the patented raisin-finding technology, yeah. we need to season them with something and only the raisins to nullify the raisinness. The best presentation of a raisin is a chocolate-covered raisin. Agreed. Yeah. Because you na, can na, eat the chocolate and then spit the raisin out. Exactly. It's like, it's like uh, you know, you get coated nuts. You know, yeah. like barbecue or like crispy... Like yogurt. Outside. Oh, God, a yogurt-coated nut. Oh, it exists. No yogurt raisin, I'm all for. Yeah, yogurt raisin is better than a regular raisin, worse than a chocolate raisin. But a yogurt nut, yogurt nuts are things. That's awful. I don't doubt it. Humanity is is <laughs> perverse. But that is terrible. Yeah, you gotta you gotta spice up the raisin so a bit of chocolate, or like can you can you chop the raisin up real small, like real small, like a minced raisin? I mean, is that not chewing? Well, no, not in your mouth, on like a table. Okay. With a, like a credit card. What, what about like a garlic crusher? Where you put Ooh. all the raisins you find into it and then crush down but to this fine paste. That implies you're picking out the raisins ahead of time. Right. Yeah. So surely you'd need to crush everything that contained raisins. So that's a whole Garibaldi in that garlic crusher. Yep. That's your entire Christmas cake being <laughs> sent through the mint. You would need... Merry li- Christmas, everyone. <laughs> like the pudding and put it through the crusher. I thought you liked minced pies. <laughs> It's a pie which I've minced. S- pie that I've minced with my garlic crusher. Be careful. Just that- because Suzanne over here doesn't like raisins. Yeah. We've got a we've got many stages of fixes there. Crush it up, detects it with the bits and pieces. Uh or, Honestly, we'll, get over it. They're pretty small. Or water it down in the sense that you might add water to your drink if it's too strong. Add extra non raisiny garibaldi to your biscuits. More dough. More dough, less <laughs> yo, these raisins. What's that about? <laughs> More dough, less, yo, these raisins. <laughs> what perfection. What is the deal? <laughs> We're at a crossroads. We would normally here do a horse melon symposium where we each say an idea and each say a word even. We each say a word and try and wrangle that into something we can pitch to a demographic. Now, I'm not sure we can do a horse melon symposium, but I think a Christmas themed. I think. Uh, something similar. I think it needs a Christmas brand though. I think a Maybe Chris- a reindeer melon symposium. Well, no, let's use the initials. HMS. M- Okay. Oh, Happy Merry Symposium. (laughs) A Happy Merry Symposium (laughs) to one and all. So Happy Merry Symposium, that way we get the Happy Christmas and the Merry Christmas crowd. Yep. No one can be upset because we used both. Exactly. What do you want? Instead of Symposium, maybe Sack, because Santa has a sack. Or just Santa. Happy Merry Santa. Happy Merry Sack is bad. Happy (laughs) Merry Santa is better. Okay, Okay. so Happy Merry Santa... I think what we should do is come up with a Christmas gift. Yeah, I think I think the hot new gift this year. The hot new gift mm. from... Mattel. Mattel. I was going to say Mattel. How conditioned are we? <laughs> much like the John Lewis ad, much like the Coca-Cola advert, the Mattel hot new gift is always what's on the lips of everybody. Um, and they're talking about it. It's not always like a cup. We're all going to say a word and we're going to wrangle that into a gift that Mattel are going to be trying to infiltrate into our homes this year. Okay. All right, we're ready. So just to, to, before we start, Mattel, they're like kids' toys? Yeah. Yeah. But Or like adult kids' toys? No, kids' toys kids that like proper like proper kids toys cool, like cool, cool. the craze toys the cra- yeah. the top craze toys the top tier toy that everyone asks for okay yeah. and we're going to shy away from brands like fortnite yeah no fortnite no let's fortnite. get it all out of the, all out of the way right now there's no flossing there's, there's no, no flossing. flossing there's no fortnite no pokemons no pokemon those crazes have come this and year. they're still here <laughs> they're still here so yeah. we need to try and kick off a new craze yeah. that supersedes them okay so are we ready three two one grey gun baby <laughs> Gunbaby Grey is a rootin', tootin', six-shootin' toddler <laughs> who proudly wears the colours of red, white, and blue. Gunbaby Grey answers to no higher authority than the power of gunpowder. And that's where the grey from his name comes from, is the colour of the gunpowder um, sold separately. That yeah. you, you have to physically like pour into his little revolver. Yeah. But he poured it into him. <laughs> Look, there's a slot in the top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pour the gunpowder in. Actually, no, let's take that technology that was the craze when we were kids. You know, the baby that you could feed with yeah, the spoon. and then it would get rid of it a few hours later. Yeah, yeah. so just get the spoon, but just put some gunpowder on it, and he opens it up and swallows it. You feed the baby gunpowder. Yeah. He lives, breathes, and eats guns. <laughs> This baby is 100% gun. gun, gun he's, he's all maybe, gun. So he's gun baby. Maybe I'm, I'm leaning too much towards he's a baby. Maybe he is a gun. He's a very, but like very a, small gun. A, a very small gun with like a cute little face and you feed him gunpowder. Gunpowder. <laughs> yeah, you pour gunpowder into his mouth, which is the the bullet hole, the barrel. Yeah, so it's more like an old-style musket. Yeah, it is. Gun Baby Grey is a musket. Yeah. Baby <laughs> musket. Baby musket, and you feed him gunpowder in his little musket mouth. Yeah. And he is part of a collectible set of the Gun Baby. So Gun Baby Grey is the musket. Yep. Who else is in the Gun Baby gang? Um, you got you got Gun Mama Red. Yeah. Are they, are they all different? I was thinking all babies. All babies. All so babies. it's the gun baby brand. It's like you make, babies, yeah, but you it's You want to make sure they're cute and they're adorable and they're going to be yeah. bought. So, so gun B- mama is... <laughs> no child wants the gun mama. Okay, so gun baby... Gray, that's Grey. a six shooter pistol. Okay, we've got gun baby black is the like... It's like a UMP45, like a modern yeah. assault rifle. We've got uh, gun baby Gatling. Of yeah. course. Who's just a hand cranked... <laughs> mini gun. With cute eyes. With cute eyes. Um you got the weird one, like the kind of the oddball of the group, uh, Gun Baby Grenade. <laughs> no, uh, I thought it was Gun Baby Boom, wasn't it? They had a gun? rebrand. Mm. Gun Baby Boom was the rebrand, yeah. Um obviously all of these non-lethal, non-fire of course, yeah. It's it's for kids. Apart from um Gun Baby Annihilator. Gun um... Baby <laughs> Annihilator is only only you can only purchase the valid ID of twenty one and above. Because <laughs> Gun Baby Annihilator is a gun. <laughs> It fits perfectly. It's just a Christmas gun. It's, it's a, a Christmas, Christmas gun, <laughs> gun with eyes on it. It has scented gunpowder that's like festive. Yeah, cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon spice. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't shoot bullets. It shoots scent. Yeah, cinnamon scent bullets. Yeah, yeah. That nevertheless, will rip and tear. Yeah, flat, do so. not do not aim at the eyes or mouth. There's Gun Baby Shank, who's just a knife. Yeah. <laughs>
1: With eyes again. So we've
0: got the whole gun baby family here. Obviously, um, there has to be some kind of interactivity when you get some of them together. Um, That's the new hotness. Do you remember Furbies? I do. That's what I was thinking. If you put them all in a circle, all the gun babies speak to each other. They murmur. Uh, However, they don't have a strict language as such. It's more just sounds. Okay. Okay. Onomatopoeic sounds. (laughs) Pow. Yeah. (laughs) Zip. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we are in quite a charged climate at the moment Little with bit. gun control and things like that. Are we marketing this towards the kind of "give us our guns" crowd, or are we marketing it more towards the "guns are bad but babies are cute" crowd? No, it's a design thing. They're all pacifists. They're just all about the craftsmanship. The craftsmanship. <laughs> Every of guns. gun Tell comes with a pacifier that fits into the barrel. Yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, that's, oh. that's why they're babies. Yeah, because adults don't have. Those. That's exactly it How have we managed to wrangle something meaningful Out of Gun Baby Grey I tell you what Sack the whole idea off Gun Baby Grey is just a pacifier You put in the end of a gun <laughs> But it's grey No I like the dolls I like the dolls I like, no, mm. no kid is going to want Gun Baby Grey Just a dummy For mm. Christmas well, it It's got to be a doll to play it with It depends on whether they have a gun or not Well their parents might have a gun I would hope that the baby doesn't have a gun already That's probably um, a good bet Probably a good bet <laughs> I think It is worrying That a child might find a normal gun and think it's a gun baby grey so i think we need to differentiate these guns quite considerably from real guns arms arms and legs arms and legs arms and legs very cute eyes i was thinking like plushy like soft oh yeah they're not actual not not quite plushy but malleable like Like, okay like like, a stretch armstrong yes exactly like a stretch armstrong (laughs) it's a it's a gun shaped stretch armstrong with anime eyes with anime eyes and a pacifier Yeah. yeah But it's like fully recognisably not a normal gun. Yes, maybe different colours. Maybe That's they have pair. grey again, <laughs> again arms and legs, arms and legs again. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen guns with arms and legs. <laughs> We've all seen guns with arms and legs, but not with the eyes. That's the part. Is that not what a not, turret is? But not red ones. Turrets have <laughs> arms. They got legs, and they have a one handle, I guess. Yeah, arm. Gun Baby Gatling is gonna get confused pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, you, the big difference will be whether or not you can stretch it. Yeah, you can't stretch. Exactly. It, can't stretch a gun. Too, can you, you stretch a gun? No. So the the advertising campaign has to be aimed at the children to be like, don't shoot me if you can't stretch me or something. Okay, and now I can kind of see something there. You're still feeding them gunpowder. I think so, but it's not yeah, actually gunpowder. You, gun you powder, have to obviously. take the pacifier out. Yeah. to feed them Be- the gunpowder. Yeah. <laughs> just plugs their mouth, <laughs> and then there's the just like a little mm, thank you kind of sounds in the background. Oh yeah, I like the fact they can talk. That's don't cool. like the words. If they kind of giggled and were like happy about but it, that's s- fine. But I don't want words. They're so behind the curve if they don't speak. know, yeah, babies don't talk. <clears throat> I didn't say they can't speak. I just don't want them to speak English or, or any language. <laughs> mm, my boy, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. <clears throat> I don't want them to speak a tongue that already exists on this planet. I want them so to have want their like own an, language. An eldritch just. No, oh, just Furby language, dude. Yeah, not, just Furby. Not language. everything is eldritch. Wait, what about what about it, Simlish? What's Simlish? It's what they speak in the Sims. Okay. So so we, I mean, if we partner with Sims, then we might be able to get so like get e- them as playable wait, characters in wait the Sims. Though, because then that just leads me to a horrendous realization. EA presents Gun Baby Gray. I mean, what? else have they not done not true. much yeah that's very true what won't they do because then i guess do? we can monetize with loot boxes for extra attachments and arms yeah gunpowder you have to keep buying gunpowder or gravy bait ba- gun baby gray will die oh yeah. it's like digimon oh it's like a tamagotchi yeah, as well it's, it's, it's all digimon. toys rolled into one yeah it's, it's all the toys It's beanie babies it's tamagotchi it's gun and <laughs> all three toys And that is why It's the perfect toy It's the perfect toy Care for your gun Or it will die (laughs) Just like a real gun Just like a real gun I I don't I don't want it to be Not known That we are Super not for guns Obvious This is I think this is very obvious Yeah Like Guns are bad Guns are bad But gun babies Gun gun babies (laughs) Adorable Stretchy Fun (laughs) Regular guns Boring Not stretchy (laughs) Bad No fun No fun (laughs) Think about it this way. Muppet babies, small, cute, interesting. Muppets. Horrifying. Dangerous. <laughs> dangerous, not stretchy, bad. <laughs> no. The Rugrats, fantastic show, everyone was blood, All grown up, oh, don't think absolutely so. Absolutely not. The thing is with the Rugrats is you could kind of kid yourself that they would grow into their heads. But then. But in All Grown Up, they proved that they do not. No, the heads grow. <laughs> the heads grow with them. The it's heads horrible. never stop growing. So yeah, Gun Baby Grey, the main mascot of the Gun Baby range. Um, All the kids are getting them. Everyone wants one. You're not a bad parent if you buy it. Because it's not a gun. It's not a gun. And all proceeds go to ending guns. Done. The anti-gun fund. It's the anti-gun fund for no more guns. Okay, every gun baby grey you purchase, we purchase a pacifier to put in a real gun. For every gun baby you put in the hands of your children, we take a gun out of the hands of someone else. Yeah. Done. (laughs) By force if necessary. Just take it out of their (laughs) hands. But they have a gun. Maybe... Maybe maybe we should have a gun so that we could take the guns away. I think we're getting into a different topic here. (laughs) Yeah. I I like the idea of having pacifiers, though. If If we made some industry standard gun pacifiers which were just dummies that were just that had like half dry concrete on the end (laughs) and you just go around plugging them into real guns and then you can't use that gun anymore yeah sorted that's a you pacify so each gun baby that's sold we will pacify at least one real gun perfect there we go and that is why it's the hottest toy for liberal households the nation over yeah it's uh it's great It's the most political we've ever been on this show Yeah Merry Christmas Merry chrizzle Merry Christum Merry Christum Merry gun laws (laughs) Oh what do you want for for Christmas Joel? (laughs) Gun control (laughs) Merry Christum Many gun laws (laughs) Because there are And that's a fact That is a fact But the more gun babies we sell The less guns will be out there it's perfect. We're just shifting the balance. We are. So that's, that, this has been our wonderfully festive Christmas episode of First World Solutions. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho? Yes. I think probably for this episode it's more fitting to just say how, how, how. How, how, how have we got ourselves into this mess? This pickle. This pickle. This... I'm in a Christmas pickle. <laughs> We're going to close out the show for today. Thank you so much for listening to this very special Christmas episode. We have been First World Solutions. And if you've liked what you heard, that's great. I hope you share it all with your family this Christmas or your friends or wherever you are spending this most beautiful holiday season. Show them our show. Just because it's Christmas doesn't mean we can't aggressively self-promote. So please share it around with your friends. Let them know what we're about. If you've listened to this on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever, I hope you're having a lovely time. Enjoy your potatoes. More potatoes. More potato. oh, oh. oh. Ooos, Get to it. If you have any of your own questions uh, you'd like to send us, any queries, any problems you're having, any prompts you want us to try and delve into, you can get in touch with us through all the normal methods. You can find us on Twitter, we're at FWScast, uh, or you can find us on Facebook at First World Solutions, or you can message us directly on our SoundCloud or email us at fwscast at gmail.com. We check all of these for the show every week. We'd love to hear from you and be able to fix up your problems going into the future, into the new year. 2019. God, that's a... It doesn't have the ring to it that 2018 had. But I say that about every year, every time. So, you know... But yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Please do get in touch. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. It helps us become more visible on the platform, really helps us out. And we really love hearing what you guys think of the show. Uh, We get SoundCloud comments letting us know which bits they liked, which bits they didn't. We get reviews on iTunes saying the same thing, and we'd love to hear from you guys. If you're listening to us on Spotify as well, please do give us a follow and share that link around with your friends because that's a really helpful platform for us. But in the meantime, Thanks once again for listening. I've been Jingly Joel. I've been good King (laughs) Wencesloska. I've been Mistletom. And shall we do a rousing chorus of the Christmas song to round up? The definitive Christmas Christmas song. Song, I believe so. Uh, Just uh, the chorus. Just the chorus? Yeah, just the chorus. One, two, three. Rose potatoes. Roast potatoes, oh, started too like roast potatoes. Oh god. Rose potatoes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>